declared last week that, did I figure something? Okay. I declared last week that there was going to be breakthrough in the house. Amen. And I declared that if you wanted it, it was going to be here for you. And let me tell you, the warfare has been real. You hear me? And I know that if I've been going through it over the last seven days, that you've been going through it over the last seven days. And uh, I mean, you know, but when, when we get attacked, I have learned to come to the mindset of the enemy is not winning. He's just desperate. Amen. Because the enemy sees your breakthrough on the way far clearer than you do. Amen. And if any of, is it anybody, if it, just, just clap your hands if you're going through some hell today. Amen. You, you got some things going on. Amen. Well, if you clapped your hands, I want you to be excited. Because Satan never goes to war where there are no spoils. In other words, he never goes to war where it's not worth it. Amen. And so um, just bless God that the enemy finds you worthy to be coming up against. Amen. Amen. Today, uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we are going to attempt to finish our series entitled, Are You New? And my prayer is that this series has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. And, and excuse my rudeness, for all of our first-time visitors or our guests today, we... Uh, welcome you here to the Unity Worship Center. We bless God for you. And we pray to, we pray to see you again. Amen. So I hope that this, this series has been a blessing to you as much as it has been a blessing to me. And for those of you that are on our Facebook family page, you may have had a chance to catch the video that God allowed me to release entitled, Getting Ready to Be New. And the reason that I entitled it, Getting Ready to Be New, is because the Holy Spirit revealed to me that you don't just become new in an instant. Well, let me back that thing up and explain. Some argue that there is something that we call instantaneous sanctification. And sanctification simply means to be set apart as holy unto God. So when I say instantaneous, I mean that someone has had an encounter with God, a positive encounter with God and receives salvation. And at the moment of salvation, uh, the believer begins to understand and acknowledge their sinful state. 
Not only do they begin to acknowledge their sinful state, they begin to acknowledge their inability to save themselves through any type of works of their own. And just like that, they lose the desire to sin because they have received the newness, the newness of Christ. But then there are some who argue that there is something called progressive sanctification. This simply means that after the believer receives salvation, they progressively or over a period of time become holy, holy unto the Lord. I believe that both arguments are correct. I believe that when a person receives salvation, right then they decide that old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. Now, I want you to catch this because it's critical that you understand why it's not working for everybody. And some of you might be saying, well, I, I believed on Christ and, and nothing changed. And, and, and the reason that nothing changed is because you didn't change. Now, uh, you know, we got this thing where we say, uh, you know, we come down and we do the sinner's prayer. And I've come to the point in my life where I really don't even know what that means anymore, right? Uh, because, because, first of all, if there's going to be an altar call where people are going to give their life to God, you shouldn't have to be invited to it. The word should be going forth in such a passionate, in such a passionate way that you cannot contain yourself in the seats and you have to get down to the altar to be altered. The altar, please understand, was always meant to alter you. And I want you to understand it's a very serious thing when you come down here and you are saying that, that I want to be made new. Blood was shed on the altar. The altar is a very, very serious, serious situation. Be careful, be careful when you just, uh, how can I put this? You shouldn't be having to be altered every week. And, and, and I, can, I can take you being altered every week if, you're, if it's something different that's being altered. But, but when it is that you know that, that you're coming down, watch this, uh, uh, for the same thing, <laughs> I want you to understand that grace is sufficient. It has the ability to change your whole life. And not only does it have the ability to change your whole life, it has the ability to change those situations that, that for years you have deemed is bigger than you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Somebody ought to get excited about that. You mean to tell me that there is a grace that is big enough to handle whatever it is that I'm going through? Hold on, hold on, because I've been struggling with this for years, and you mean to tell me that God has the immaculate ability to be able, Lord have mercy, to deal with what's been dealing with me in such a way that, that, that I don't even know me anymore. Oh, God. And it won't be, 
it won't be until we tap into God is able. Y'all don't hear me in here. Y'all, 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 y'all shout like a defeated church. Uh, uh, it won't be until you tap into God is able. In fact, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 6, it says, uh, uh, Therefore, uh, if anyone comes to Christ, he must believe. And then it goes on and it says, It must believe that he is, comma. And, and, and when I looked at the theologian's thought process about when it says that, uh, you know, it must believe uh, that he is the I am. And the Holy Spirit said that that's what they believe. But, but I'm, I'm going to tell you what I want, how I want you to take it. Uh, that, 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 that it must believe that he is, watch this, anything that you need him to be. Oh, God. Oh, God. And, 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 and isn't that awesome? Because, because some of you might, might be sitting here today and saying, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm so toe up from the flow up. I don't even know what it is that I need. And, 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 and ain't you glad that the Bible lets you know? He says, all you got to do is pray. And when you begin to utter, when you begin to open your mouth, the Holy Spirit will make intercession on your behalf. Watch this. And so we have a Holy Spirit that loves us enough to say, listen here, baby, you're broken. You're delusional. You're going through two, three things. You're not in your right mind and so you're not asking for the right stuff and so I'm going to on your behalf speak for you <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah I'm, I'm trying to battle through it amen I, I, I believe that uh, both arguments are correct I believe that there is an instantaneous salvation just as much as I believe that there is a progressive salvation amen I believe that when a person receives salvation right then and there like I said before they they uh, old things have passed away and 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 the reason that I believe that is because if you've ever been for real for real about giving your life to Jesus when 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 that thing brought you down and 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 you you was done with it you you knew that there was nothing of the old that you was ever going to take on or be a part of or be okay with again Lord have mercy <sighs> But just because you receive salvation doesn't mean that there is some, you know, there's uh, some mystical thing that happens and all of a sudden all your old ways are gone. Was it anybody else in the building uh, a little upset to understand that once you got saved, it didn't take away everything? Woo. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought that when I gave my life to Jesus, that, you know, something was just going to, you know, I was just going to quantum leap into another type of stratosphere and all of a sudden I'm holy Steve. But what I learned was that I still, though, though, though I love Jesus and I believe Jesus and I trust Jesus, I still have proclivities. And all of those proclivities aren't uh, positive. And, and I found out that I still have an old man. And I found out I still have a new, an old nature. And I, and I found out I could still be nasty sometimes. And I, I found out I, I still might like something that's a little thick every now and again. And, and I found out some things that I thought would just go away once I said I do. But the reality was, what I found out was the more 
that I gave myself to God, when I, when I began to commit myself to God, the enemy began to up the ante on the warfare, and he continued to show me all my mess-ups. He continued to show me all my hang-ups. He began to show me why I could never get it together. He began to show me why I'm not even worthy of the grace that this great God has graced us with. Am I in here by myself today? Just because you receive salvation don't mean just like that everything is gone. No, I believe that at the moment that I believe that Jesus died for my sins and saved my soul and I accepted him as my Lord and Savior, that there was a shift in my mind to never be the same again. And, and that decision becomes strengthened over time. As time progresses, you know, that's why, that's why when you first got saved, you fell victim a few times. <laughs> that, 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 that's why when you first got saved, you, you were still quick to cuss somebody out. That, that, that's why when you first got saved, uh, you know, you was, you was quick to earn that earned income credit, 15 extra hundred, split it two down the middle, and, and, and y'all quiet because some of y'all are still struggling and you've not really progressed over that part of the game yet. But, 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 but the reason that, that we messed up after we first got saved was because the salvation, the, the, the sanctification, the, the, the willingness to please God, it grows as you grow in him. And I continue to stand, and as you continue to stand on your confession, the more new, the more sanctified you become. Paul said something that supports uh, this thought in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 18. Uh, 1 Corinthians 1 and 18, and it states, uh, the apostle says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Mm -hmm. But to those of us that are being saved, it is the very power of God. I'm going to read this up here because uh, this wasn't actually the, the translation that I gave, but I like it. The message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction. So, 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 so let me go ahead and just bless you today. Don't worry about the hater in your life that tells you you silly for going to church. You just wasting your time. God ain't real. It ain't going to help you. You're going to always be going through it. You understand what I'm saying to you? That's how destructive people feel. That's how people that are going to hell feel. They ain't got a whole lot of reason to be happy. That's why it takes things. It takes, it takes alcohol. It takes cocaine. It takes, you know, it takes sex. It takes, it takes all these different things to make the person that's destructive, that's going to hell, smile because, because it ain't in them lord have mercy Whew. but 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 we who are being underscore that word being being saved know that it is the very power of god the message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction but we who are being saved we know that it is the very power of god You see that word right there? Being. But to us who is being saved. The, the, the word being indicates that it is still happening. It's not a one-time thing, baby. 
but 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 rather it is progressive and 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 if you think about all of the encounters that can happen on a on a in a day-to-day basis that, that, that you could bite on foolishness that you could get caught up in temptation that you could succumb to but but you don't and every time that you deny access uh, or, d- or deny access to demonic entry you have progressed in your holiness find it, don't don't find it to be a small thing uh when you uh, and, and and watch out for these so-called friends of yours that when you say you know such and such uh called and 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 wanted to come over and i was like no i ain't with it and somebody say something like yeah you know instead of celebrating the fact that you you said no i ain't with it when you used to couldn't say no i ain't with it you, 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 and they say something like uh yeah you just said that this time but you'll get weak watch out that ain't your friend Oh, my. It's, it's, not, it's not your friend uh, because they should celebrate the small victories, amen. And, 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 and the reality is some, some people don't want you to get better because, because that causes them to have to get better. And, 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 and somebody got a, some people got problems with you right now. Paige, let me go ahead and just go ahead and tell you right now. The Lord is saying to tell you, you got some people in your life that ain't your friend. Wouldn't even let me walk away from it. I, I tried to walk away. He wouldn't even. He said, you got some people in your life that ain't your friend. And, and, and the reason that they got problems with you is not because there's something wrong with you, uh, but, but, but when you was easy to be taken advantage of, when you was easy to be played, when you was easy to be dogged out, when you was easy to be talked to any type of a way, that was okay. You got to be careful of the people that get upset when you just refuse to let them verbally abuse you and mentally and emotionally abuse you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with y'all. You just refuse to be their victim anymore. Yeah, you said no, that's progress. It gives you the strength to be able to say no tomorrow night. And, and understand, you're going to have to say t- no tomorrow night because that thing's coming back harder just to see if you mean it. Lord, have mercy. But the Bible says flee from evil and evil will from you so so as I was saying before I named my video getting ready to be new because again new just don't happen take take for instance when you decide you want a new look for your body a healthier look you don't just think about it so much or want it so much that one day you go to bed and the next morning you wake up and and now you buffed and swole and sexy and you know uh, all that yeah, 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 no, no, there, there, there has to be some planning. You, you got to change your food habits. You got to change your eating habits, amen? You, you got to change the time of when you're going to eat and what you're eating. There, there, there has to be some learning. You got to learn about macros and carbs and, 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 and protein and how all of this uh, uh, positively or negatively affects you. And then, and then there has to be, watch this, some application. You're going to have to put some work in for that, Amen. You're going to have to switch some things up if there's going to be some change. In fact, there has to be some change if there's going to be some change. And and, and let me say this, beloved. If you are going to be successful in your Christian walk, that change is going to have to be with friends and families or like we used to say in the rooms, people, places, and things. So so, so real quickly, uh, let's ask ourselves, why should I become new? 
And, and my answer to you uh, will be in the form of a question. And, and that question would be, how has being the you that you are right now been working for you? Now, I want you to be honest about that answer. Uh, what's the big deal in being new? Well, 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 for many of us in here today, being new will stop us from being an old victim. Being new, watch this, will give us the ability to look in the mirror and love who we see. All shame is gone. You understand what I'm saying to you? There, 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 there is some perks to being new that if we could tap into getting into the newness instead of just getting into the church, everything about your life would turn around. Everything would turn around. And I've come to the conclusion that many people truly desire change. They, they truly do, but... But one of the lies that Satan has duped many people to, into believing is that they can't change. They, they, they've tried and, and failed. And you hear people say things like, I've been this way all my life. And, and, but there was a scripture that I came across last week and it blew me away. Not because it was the first time that I ever read it, but, but it was the first time that I read it. And God gave me such a powerful revelation. It's 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 57. And it says, but thank God he gives us the victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus. Let me say that again. I'm going to say it slow. I want you to catch that. I want you to tap into it. See, one of the problems with the 21st century westernized church is that we come to church and we get so caught up with the presenter that we don't really catch what was presented. I want you to catch the message. The message is what's going to shift, change, and redirect, and you understand, redefine and reinvent you. You understand? He said this. He said, but thank God. So now we see Paul praising. Why is he praising? That Jesus gives us the victory over sin and death through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Woo! God gives us the, hold on, hold on. You was told you ain't never going to change. The devil is a lie. God gives you the victory. You was told you was going to always, you're just stupid. You're going to always be in there. Uh -uh. God gives us the victory. You, you know, why, why can't you get yourself together? I can get myself together, and I thank God because he gives me the victory over sin and death. In, in other words, he, he gives you the sin over your negative proclivities, mm -hmm. them secret things, them you know, if the person next to you knew what you like, they might not want to sit so close to you. He gives you victory over all those things. Watch this. And, and as long as we remain in this fallen world, we'll, we'll, we'll still have struggles to overcome and battles to fight. And at times we will, you know, we, we, we will fall. And at times you can fail, but, but we continue to get back up asking God to equip us with his grace and his power to overcome. As believers, we fight our battles in the spiritual realm on our knees. We don't return evil for evil. I've been dealing with that all week, ain't we? We've been dealing with that verse all week. We don't return evil for evil. Because they post that about you don't mean you're going to post back about them. Because they talk crazy about you don't mean you're going to talk crazy about them. Can I just go ahead and tell you, you, you got to get to a position in your life where you stop letting your haters waste your time. 
you, 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 you should be balling to the point. Let me, especially, and I, and I ain't saying this to be arrogant. I'm just saying this to be 100. If, if, if you've been at the Unity Worship Center for over six months, you ought to be balling so hard that you didn't even, you can't even remember that you got haters. You're too busy. You too, I don't listen to that. Let, okay, I hear you, Holy Ghost. And, and the Holy Ghost told me to tell you that it's some of you, it's about eight of you in here that got people coming back telling you this and telling you that. And the Lord said, stop it. Stop, stop. And the next time they, let me, did you know what such and such said about you? Watch this. The question, I heard this on Facebook. I thought it was dope. Is that the question is not what they said about me. The question is, why do they feel comfortable saying it to you? Stop letting people come and tell you what, what your haters said. When, when, when I disconnect myself from somebody, watch this, I disconnect myself from the people that's connected to those people because I don't want nothing to do with that situation at all. And so now all of a sudden you're getting a peace that surpasses all understanding. All of a sudden you're getting your joy back. All of a sudden you're getting your smile back. All of a sudden you're, you're, you're able to walk through it, you know, with a belief in your heart that it, it don't make no, never mind what it looked like. I got a feeling it's going to be all right. And, then, and, 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 and all of a sudden you done signed the, 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 the lease agreement. All of a sudden you done got the keys. And all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you're, you're, you're being the person that you knew that you was always, you always knew you was called to be. And then all of a sudden somebody who's supposed to have your back, somebody that's supposed to be down with you, somebody that's supposed to be your friend and call you and say, girl, dog, you ain't going to believe what such and such said. Well, I don't really care what they said. What I want to know is why was you with people that don't like me? Now, if I'm a trip, I get it. <laughs> if I'm the problem, I get it. If I'm the reason that the people are tripping on me, I get it. But, but if we all know and everybody know that, 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 that I'm all right in this and that, and that I really ain't tripping and I ain't the reason that this is going on, then, then the question becomes, why do you hang? Why do you still, not, not even be about me, baby, but why do you still hang with people that got problems like that? Oh, God. So we, we battle our problems. We, handle, we fight our battles on our knees, and I don't mean in a, in a way of submission. Anybody know that there is power in praying? <laughs> Lord, how mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I done seen a many thing change on the strength of some prayer. Amen. For though, we, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they are divine. They have divine power to demolish strongholds. Did you catch that? They have the divine power to demolish strongholds. Let, 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 let me tell you something. If, if you really want to change, transform, become new, uh, uh, first you're going to have to get to know God. And, and then you're going to have to get to know God's word. And, 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 and then you're going to need a prayer life. And, and, and prayer is going to give you the strength. I, I always pray before I read because I once heard the seasoned saints say something like this. They said, when you pray, uh, you're talking to God. But when you read the word, that's when he's talking back to you. You understand? And, and, and I believe that God talks through his word. And I believe that God even talks through us in prayer. And the thing is that, that we have to have an ear to hear. Thus, what the spirit of God is saying. God talking to a whole lot of you in here, been talking to a whole lot of you in here, but the problem is you got some other people talking to you in here. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Do you know that your mind should be to the point to where, uh, and in fact, in Philippians chapter 2, verse number 5, it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Watch this. And so nothing should be able to get in your mind that's not in alignment with Christ Jesus. Everything. Oh, that's foolishness. I, I can just stop you right there. I see where this story's going. I don't even need to hear no more of it. You understand? Uh, 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 girl, somebody wanted your, no, 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 no. That's foolish. I, I, I see where this comes. See, if it isn't in alignment with the mind, then why are you letting it in the mind? Because if it's not in alignment with the mind of God, then it has an agenda, a demonic agenda to snuff you out and take you out. This is why the psalmist said, above all else, this is why Solomon said, above all else, protect your mind, guard your mind, guard your heart, guard what you let people say to you, guard what you let uh, get into your earlobes, what you let get into your brain faculties. No, 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 you can't just say anything to me. I'm guarding my mind. When you begin to stop people from talking to you about things that you shouldn't be talked to about, watch this, they'll leave you. And you got to be real enough in your spirit to know, thank you, God. What you crying for? They was problems. Oh, God. Uh, Bishop Kennedy used to always say, on this road, you'll find a pilgrim and a stranger. Stop thinking that you're going to be saved and everybody going to rock with you. Everybody ain't going to rock with you. This thing that we worship is offensive. Woo! It's, it's offensive. It gives folk problems that ain't trying to be real for real. Lord, have mercy. Formula time. Formula time. Y'all ready? I'm going to give you this first one. going to be one that you remember. Uh, repent plus believe equals salvation. I'm going to say it again. Repent plus believe equals salvation. Oh, okay, pastor, I got it, but, but how do I become new? You ready? Get rid of all the old stuff. I know you was waiting for something spooky and spiritually spooky and mystical and abracadabra and three turnarounds on a slide. This is what I challenge everybody in the building to do right now. Love yourself enough to make a list of the people that play a role in your life. And then ask yourself and be 100 about your answers. Are they of the Lord? Be real about those answers. Are they, are they of the Lord? And if they are not of the Lord and I don't work with them, oh God. I don't share a kid with them. I don't pay my, my rent to them, my mortgage to them. Somebody, yeah, w w in other words, what I'm saying is when, when you begin to go down the list and you see, you see toxic people on your list, the question is why do you keep them in your life? I dare you, I dare you to, to get rid of everything toxic. And I tell you, as easy as that sounds to do, it'll be harder than what you think because, because what happens is you get conditioned by what you do a lot. So, so if you do a lot of toxicity, watch this, it will be hard to get rid of those toxic people because when the toxic people are gone, you have a void in your life that ain't nothing there. Baby, you got to fill that with the Holy Ghost. You got to fill that with the Word of God. You got to fill that. You understand what I'm saying to you? Because, because if you don't fill it, once you get rid of them, the Bible tells us that that thing will come back seven times more. You understand what I'm saying to you? And so, and so one of the first things is you, got, you got to do if you're going to be new is get rid of everything old. Get rid of everything that's hurting you. Get rid of everything that is a leech. Get rid of everything that is not serving a purpose in your kingdom, purpose in your life. 
Remember earlier I said people, places, and things. You, you have literally got to change people, places, and things. And for those of you who are new to all of this, returning back to this after, or, or returning back to this after being in the world for a while, this may be a little hard because you made some relationships in the world. You made some friends in the world, and, and some of you are going to want to bring your friends along with you, and, and that's nice. I promise. That's nice. I commend you for that, and it's noble, but, but it could also be a manipulative mindset that is trying to keep you webbed in a demonic entanglement. Let me tell you something. You remember when you was a kid, you heard that God loves the little children. You ever remember that song? He got the whole world in his hands. Let me tell you something, baby. Everything ain't your responsibility. When God gives you a way out, you got to be out and you can't be. Watch this. Can I just go ahead and tell you that, that the world and the enemy, is they, 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 are, they are victimizers. They, they, they are guilty of domestic abuse. We was in a relationship and it kept beating me upside my head. We was in a relationship and it kept lying to me. It kept dogging me. And then all of a sudden, when you realize this thing was going to keep on hitting you, wasn't going to stop hitting you. What, what they tell you in the, in the natural when you're dealing with the domestic violence, just run. Don't worry about your clothes. Don't worry about your car. Just get up out of Dodge before it kills you. Can I just go ahead and say in the spirit, when you realize that the enemy and the world is just going to continue to dog you and beat you down, baby, just run. Don't try to pull that one with you. Don't try to take him with you. Don't try to take her because that's your friend. Baby, just run. Run. Woman that I grew up with deemed my sister, knew her since the 10th grade. She moved to Ohio. The enemy was successful. She took the temptation and became a victim of drugs and an abusive man. And years later, I would get back in touch with her, sitting in my pulpit on, in Grove Temple, and I said, won't you come stay with us? That's, that's how much of a sister she was to me. Won't you just come stay with me and Miriam? We'll get you back together. God's going to bless you, whatever you need. And she said, big bro, I'm going to think about it. Two weeks later, she went back home. To her boyfriend, she'd been staying with her mother for the last two weeks. She went back home, and he caught her in the house. And she is about, she was about this tall, and she weighed about maybe 100 pounds. The six-foot-three demon of an entity beat her with his hands literally until she died and that wasn't enough then he shot her in the face and that wasn't enough then he poured gasoline on her and he set her on fire baby when you see that it ain't gonna change run the world is not going to change. Satan is not going to all of a sudden like you. Sin ain't going to one day turn around and say, I'm going to be good to you. Baby, run. The reason that you are at the Unity Worship Center today is because God has given you an out. Run. Flee the devil and the devil will flee you. Got a phone call. 
in Walmart. One sister, and she said, bro, how much do you charge funerals? And I said, who died? And she said, Nikki. <laughs> she was doing good. But she went back. Can I tell you all over the building today that if God has given you an outlet through his Holy Spirit, baby, don't go back. It, it might not be working for you right now. You, you, you might not be as blessed as you think you ought to be right now. You, you might be struggling through some things right now, but I promise you, baby, just hold on. It's going to be worth it. Watch this. Because the battle is not given to the, the swift or to the strong, but those that will endure. Just endure on a little longer. But don't go back to that world. Don't go back to Satan. And you know, it was the Holy Spirit dealt with me about that one day. He said, he said, you know why you can't go back? Oh, I don't know why. Oh, but you got my attention. You know why you can't go back to Satan? Uh, because this time, before he sees you be okay, when he, see, when he gets you again, this time he plans to kill you. And the reason he plans to kill you, he always planned to kill you, but this time he's going to kill you because he understands that the next time you leave, you might not get Oh, God, he might not have the ability to kill you again. He knows that, the, you know, he said, sometimes the devil is surprised when we return back. Is that? <laughs> Shut up. I bet they never get away again. This is why when you see people return to their folly, they are so much worse than what they were. I'm almost done. So you come to church, you and your friends, but you can't seem to change. And you find yourself constantly messing up, constantly doing what you don't want to do. Let me be very clear, because this is a message that has an agenda of seeing you get free, of seeing you get delivered. So this is not a pretty message. This is not a nice message, and it's not supposed to be. Because for the next season of your life, you are going to have to understand that there are some people that you are going to have to say goodbye to. You might love them. You might care about them. But they have got to go. And your peace hinges on it. Your happiness hinges on it. Your breakthrough hinges on it. And most of all, your relationship with Christ hinges on it. Lord, bless your people to see every wolf in sheep's clothing. But bless us to be able to see uh, every person who's acting like they love me. But, 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 but let me see the ones that's acting like they love me but really can't stand me. Lord, Lord, bless me to see every demon in my circle. Let me see who's, who's really not for me. Oh, God. Beloved, allow me to suggest this. This is not... Uh, the army, and, and, and you don't get into the kingdom of God through the buddy system. So, so, so there's going to have to be some tough choices that you're going to have to make. In fact, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15 and 33, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. We're kind of off in our translations today, but... I'm going to say it again. 
I want you to catch this version that's coming out of my mouth. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Now, for my babies that's new in Christ, if you was already having a hard time having good habits, trying to keep evil company while nourishing good habits, ain't going to work out for you. And, and some of you have been trying to, to shift and change and transform and be what it is that God has called you to be. And, and you keep on falling short and you're trying to figure out what it is. Uh, uh, it's because you got some people in your life that's bad company. Oh, God. <laughs> Watch this. And, and, and this scripture is powerful. And, and this morning while working on this, the spirit said the enemy deceives us in a few ways especially through friendships. And, and, and when I begin to search for definitions uh, for deceive, I, seen, I saw the revelation of one definition, and the word deceive means to persuade someone that something is false. That some, I'm sorry, to, to persuade someone that something false is the truth or to keep the truth hidden from someone for your advantage. God says in this season, catch this, be careful of the friends in your life, of the company that you keep, because Satan has sent some people to persuade you to stay in sin because the sin that you are stuck in benefits them. Some, some of your friends don't want you to break up with the weed man. That's how they get high for free. Huh? Can I just go ahead and make it plain? Y'all know I'm telling the truth. You, 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 ever had, you ever had a friend in your life, you ever had a friend and they was connected or going with or in a relationship with someone that wasn't no good and was dogging them and this, that, and the other, but that for some reason the friend, the friend kept on encouraging you to give them another chance, give them another try, but if you'll stop and think about it long enough, it'll be for one of two reasons. One, because they in a relationship where they getting dogged, abused, and ain't cared about, and misery love company, or two, it was because whoever you was connected to was blessing their life in one way or another. Oh, God. Hey, Lord, have mercy. But then there's another definition that I want to deal with. I want you to see that, comes with, uh, that came with revelation as well. And that definition is of, of deceive is to give, to give a false impression. Mm. You didn't say nothing to that one. You know why? Because that's the coldest one. And it's always them things that you don't see that rip you out the frame the most. You understand what I'm saying to you? Did you know, did you know that in your sink, in your restroom, or your kitchen, uh, if you just let the water drip, 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 long enough, that drip could hit you every time, not hurt you. But after a while of hitting that porcelain or that steel, that stainless steel, it's called, watch this, it says it is a violent drop. Because that drip over time begins to tear out a frame. Lord have mercy. The thing in which it is hitting. You've got to be careful about the things that you just slide because they seem small. To give 
false impression. Let me tell you. The Lord, the Lord told me to tell you, watch out for the people who come to church with you, cry with you, shout with you, but always ready to rock with you and mess too. Seem, seems, seems to always bring mess around with them. The, the, the Lord said, the, the, the Lord said uh, uh, they, they, they have been sent by the kingdom of hell to be a demonic distraction in your life. And, and, and another role they play is always crying on your shoulder. They can never seem to get it together. Seems to always be struggling with something. Uh, and, and, and they say stuff like, I don't know what I'd do without you. And you just know what, you always just know what to say. And, and no matter how much kingdom advice you give them, they never embrace it and allow it to strengthen them. God says, get away from people like that. Their only mission is not to get better, but to get over. And watch this. And you have to get rid of that something or someone. Yeah. Their, their, their assignment is to keep you distracted from growing in God. So instead of reading the Bible, you on the phone with them trying to counsel them through some stuff that they should have never been in in the first place. And I don't know about nobody else, but I'm getting tired of talking to people about the same old thing that I've been talking to them about for years. What, what, what do you mean we went from one bad relationship to a worse relationship to a worser relationship? What is going on? Yeah. Said, I'm going to get me one of them phones with one of them pay meters on it. When I start answering and people start wanting to talk about the same stuff, I'm just going to hit start. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, you know, you know technology is a beast. It's just going to automatically text them their bill. Let me tell you something. Don't you feel guilty for not answering the calls of people that play on your sympathy? that will not do the right thing and expect you to sit there and have to deal with they, they sorriness and they, they crying and, and you, you, you get off the phone. And I remember one time somebody called me with, and I remember I came out the, the room and, and Miriam had baked cookies and, and we was going to sit down and watch the Equalizer 1 and, 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 I, and I got in, in, the, in, in the living room and she was like, I got the cookies. I'm like, get on away from me with them cookies. I don't want them cookies. I'm gonna... Because my mood had shifted. You, you, you got to be careful about getting off the phone with people and then you realize you have to sit for 15 minutes by yourself just to bring yourself back together. The devil is a lie. These are people, these are, these are mental assassins coming after your peace. You're supposed to be praying to God about something God has put on your heart, but you can't do that because you feel obligated to pray for them, to hoping that this time when I pray that it's going you know, to bring them out. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, and, oh, Lord, how mercy. And you got to stop letting it happen because what's happening is you're miserable and don't even know it. The Bible says evil company corrupts good habits. And so if the company that you are keeping is contrary to God and they see that you're trying to get your life right with God, yet they continue to do things that they know that you're trying to walk away from, that is not a friend and this is not a test from God. In fact, God said in James 1, 13 through 15, the good news translation, if we are tempted by such trials, we must not say this temptation comes from God. For God cannot be tempted by the evil and he himself tempts no one. Watch this. But we are but we are tempted when we are drawn away and trapped by our own evil desires. Then our evil desires conceive and give birth to sin, and sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. I want you to get all that because it's so important to the success of your newness. So, so now we know that it's not God that's been tempting you. Now in 14, 
Verse number 15, it's, it's, it's code. It says, and, and, the, and there's a demonic formula there. This, this one formula is the, is the form, formula for all that are in sin, and it will always equal out to the one thing. Temptation plus evil desires equals sin and death. Let me say it again. Temptation plus evil desires will always produce sin and death. Lord, have mercy. Temptation and evil desires have sex, and then he gets pregnant. Then you get pregnant with sin and death. And one of straight Satan's strategies is every time you sin, every time you fall short, even though every time you mess up, though you're trying hard not to, his plan or strategy is to make you feel like you can't get right, to make you believe that you're always going to be a mess. And, and I want to show you something. Come here, Kev, please. It says that when you're tempted by the trials, let's go down to 14, and it says, but when tempted, it ain't God tempting you. It says, we are drawn away. Can I show you drawn away? It's when your inbox go bing, and you look at it, and it ain't your spouse, and you look at it, and it's just looking back at you, and you looking at it, and you looking at the potential, and you do something like this. Then you got to check their mutual friends <laughs> to make sure before you hit back. It ain't connected to nobody that could get you hit. Am I talking there? And and so and so hold on. And so and so it begins to draw you away. And because you're so focused on the feel good, the potential of the feel good, you don't see all the warning signs that says, This is gonna destroy. This is going to try to kill you. Ooh. Can you come here, please? Come here, come here. Stand over here with Kevin. I don't know why the Lord had me on this this morning. We're almost done, I promise. He had me on this this morning. Really heavy, wouldn't let me let it go. You can't get to the kingdom of God on the buddy system. Okay. In other words... What he eat ain't going to make him use the bathroom. And what you've got to do when you're serious about getting right with God and living a Christ-like life, the first person you've got to, you've got to investigate is yourself. Got to investigate yourself. Got to be real about where you are. Got to be real about where you're broken. Got to be real about where you're a mess. Got to be real about what can't be trusted about you. Got to be real about it all. Because that's all the things that you're going to give word to. It's gonna, the word is going to strengthen your bones to be able to do the right thing in the worst of times. But I want you to catch this. But after you get done checking you out, then you got to check out who you rock with. And if their behavior, 
is inconsistent with what it is that you feel like God is calling you to do, no matter how long y'all been cool, no matter how long y'all been down, you have got to walk away. Listen, 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 listen. No, this ain't no, this ain't no, listen, I want you to catch this. You, first, first, you got to tell them, hey, I ain't trying to live like that no more. I, I love you and I, and, so you trying to be new. Yes, that's it. He that comes to Christ is a new creation. Thank you, you get it. I'm blessed God. Now, since you get it, won't you get yourself together? And if they won't, let me tell you something. God is not as nice as y'all might think. If you continue to sit around people who are wrong, who are, going to, who, are, who are going to corrupt your habits, who are going to make you see things in a way that you shouldn't, that is going to play you, that's going to have you in mess that you shouldn't be connected to, if you continue to do that, God takes offense because that's your God, not him. And I see many of you all the time walking in church and then walking in twos and we walking in threes. You understand what I'm saying to you, but you're going to walk in heaven or hell by ones. And so, so, so it will behoove you to, 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 to know who you're rocking with and have a real conversation with them. If we're going to continue to be cool, there's got to be some changes. And, and, and let me tell you something. This is how you know when Satan has you, when you don't think there needs to be any changes. That's when you know, oh, he's got me. Let me tell you another game that we've learned how to play. I know I ain't perfect. Shut up. You're, you're trying to manipulate the situation. If you know you ain't right, get your silly self together. If they are not on what you own, the Bible says, come here, Kevin. What, walk to Kenneth. Walk to Kenneth. What does light have to do with darkness? Walk to Kenneth, Kevin. What does Christ have to do with Bilal. Come, come on. What does a believer have to do with the... You and the word. And that's why the, the word is so important. Because as you put the word in you, you can't sit around anything that's contrary to what you got in you. Y'all can sit down. Thank you. People run around telling you, you love, I love you. How much? Enough to change. Enough to put the weed down because I'm going to. Enough to put the liquor down, because I'm going to. Enough to quit running around at the club, sleeping with whoever uh, uh, that, that, that makes you believe that they love you at the time, because I'm going to. Do, do, do you love me more than you love the world? Do you love God more than, are you willing to get to know God so that you can love God like you should, and more than you love the world? And if you're not, then love me enough to let me go. But you ain't got to let me, because I'm grown and I'm out. In closing, the enemy wants you to believe that you're going to always be messed up. Some of you are sitting in here right now fighting against thoughts that you're going to always, it's always going to be crazy. It ain't going to never work out. I'm going to go back to the original verse. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. And it says, but thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gives you victory. And it's good to know when your world is tumbling down. It's good to know when you find yourself in a bit of confusion, but he gives me the victory. It's good to know 
when something gets past you, because sometimes something will get past you and you'll operate in a way that is not kingdom, it's good to know that he gives. It ain't going to always be like this. You're going to go from glory to glory, and you are going to be able, you understand what I'm saying to you, you're going to be able to overcome what once always overcame you. Listen, there has been so much warfare launched. I'm telling you, man, if you knew all the hell in just the last three hours, in just the last phone calls and conversations, and, and I know understand what it's all for. It's all to have stopped what God wanted to go forth today. But I declare that if you have a desire in your heart to no longer be the joke, if you have a desire in your heart to no longer be broken, if you have a desire in your heart to not always be a victim to your own bad decisions, a victim to everybody, to other people's sin that you are connected to, you can become new today. 